Get Out of Your Own Way with Brittany A. Johnson is a podcast where we learn all of the ways we trip, stumble, and get in our own way and what we can do to get out of it. I want to insert this disclaimer that while I am a licensed mental health therapist, this is not therapy. This is not a substitute for therapy. This is, however, something that you can listen to to give you some insight, give you some ideas, some things to think about, and work with the therapist in your local area if you need one. Stay tuned for today's episode. Welcome to today's episode where we're going to talk about dreaming, the fear of dreaming, the overwhelmness of dreaming, the beauty of dreaming, kind of all things related to dreaming and how we can start to overcome the fears associated with dreaming. So what are dreams? Where do dreams come from? How do they happen? What do we know about them? So for this, we're going to kind of talk about two different types of categories of dreams. So the first category I want to talk about is the dreaming that happens when we fall asleep. The dreaming that we typically, you know, all talk about, um, no matter our age, no matter our occupation, no matter where we are in life, we all kind of talk about the things that we dreamed about while we were sleeping or sometimes even while we're daydreaming or in the professional world, sometimes we call it disassociating and then the things that you kind of see during those spaces. So that's one category. And then the other category I want to talk about are those the dreaming that we do about our futures, the dreaming that we do about the ideal life we want, the dreaming that we do about our careers, about our friendships, about our relationships, just about life in general. So those are the kind of the two categories that I definitely want to make sure that we talk about today. So let's start with that first one. What are dreams, right? What are the dreams that we know about when we go to sleep? And so Sigmund Freud, who is a psychologist or psychiatrist, um, who people have kind of deemed the father of psychology in a lot of ways. That's a whole other topic but that I don't necessarily disagree with. I don't necessarily agree with, but we're not going to get into that today. But anyway, so Sigmund Freud is kind of the, one of the most popular people who have talked about dreams. And he always talked about that dreams were where our fantasies would come true. Dreams are, are, you know, often in first person. Sometimes people have dreams where they're kind of just watching things happen. But he also talked about that these, you know, these dreams happen because this is what our subconscious really wants to happen or is really thinking about it. There's a lot of debates about whether that's true or not or how people feel about it, but that's kind of where he was with dreams. And that's, you know, what he contributed in a sense to that industry. As a therapist, I often talk to people about dreams because they typically, well, not typically, they can have a way of causing uh, fear and causing anxiety. So in my practice, I often see people who have anxiety and so they will come in and talk about dreams that they've had that are very vivid, uh, very, very frightening. Uh, and, and that they just kind of don't want to deal with them, right? And so then there's also this idea, or not the idea, there's also the thing about PTSD or post-traumatic stress, stress syndrome. And we know that one of the main components of PTSD is that people have flashbacks or intrusive dreams. And so often you'll see people who have PTSD, one of the number one symptoms or the number one thing that they'll talk about is the fact that they don't sleep because they are terrified of what's going to happen when they close their eyes. And then we all know, you know, if you're around my age, which I'm going to kind of tell a little bit, we know about Freddy Krueger, right? And that his whole premise was to attack people in their sleep. He waited until you're dreaming and he would show up and kind of do his thing, whatever it was he was going to do that day. So when we go to sleep and when we're dreaming, it is our brain's way of processing things. It is our brain's way of you know, retelling the day or the, the year, the months, stories that we know, things that we're going through, memories that we're having. 
And your brain in that space has has the ability to kind of process what you've experienced, process what you've seen, what you've read, what you've watched, and then decide what to do with it. If you have any children or if you are just an adult who enjoys cartoons, the movie Inside Out does a really great job of just, of showing how our brains process our memories while we're sleeping, right? So if you've watched that movie, there's the several characters that all play different roles, but they show up every, you know, they're in this child's brain and they are helping her process. And so every time she goes to sleep, they kind of process the entire day and then kind of decide like, which ones do we want to keep in the short term? Which ones do we need to move to long term? Which ones are foundational? So it just kind of does its job of making sure that the dreams go somewhere. And in the movie, you know, it definitely shows a great, again, it's a great depiction of how our brains do that. And in the movie, it shows like what happens if we, you know, have depression or what they call sadness, if we have anger and kind of what that does to us while we're sleeping. But overall, when we sleep, many people, if you dream, because that's also a thing, like I have met so many people that tell me they don't dream. And so I have done a little bit of research on dreams and what they mean and just kind of learn a little bit more about them. And I remember reading somewhere years ago that people who don't remember their dreams, it's because your brain has completely processed it and decided that it wasn't something that you needed to keep. But there are people who remember their dreams and can retell them almost instantly. And I have been that person before. I have had moments where, or times where, you know, I was dreaming and when I woke up the next morning, I could remember that dream like it was still happening, like it was a movie, um, you know, and there's joy in it. And, you know, sometimes there's not. I also remember, you know, after a significant death in my life, that I would have dreams and I would wake up and my face would be wet, my pillow would be wet because I had been crying in my sleep just about thinking about that person and, and having dreams about that person being with me or around me. So that's kind of the one category of dreams, right? And so again, if you are a person that has had some traumatic experiences or you notice that you really do struggle with, with dreaming and struggle with sleep, like seek out your medical professional, seek out therapy to see if there's something that you might need to do with that because we do need sleep. But that's, a, again, that's a whole other topic that we're not kind of getting into today. So for today, we're just kind of talking about, you know, those dreams, our way of processing things, our way of remembering things. For some people, it's a way of preparing for something that's coming up. Right. So again, if you are anxious or you you live with anxiety, you may be a person that dreams about what's about to happen next. And those dreams can be full of fear. They can be full of joy. They can be a mixture. Right. I've also worked again because, you know, as I've talked about numerous times in my private practice, which, again, we know this is not that right now. This is something different. But in my practice, I do specialize with anxiety. And so I have worked with so many clients who their anxiety shows up in their dreams. They'll have dreams about running from animals or running alongside a, a car or a train, or they'll have dreams about just not being able to get away from something that's that's scary, or things look even bigger in their dreams. And we, you know, we'll often talk about, you know, how that's related to their anxiety, and then we'll do some other things in session to kind of help them process that. But that's that one category. So that's the first category. And so while that's a category, I'm really not going to spend many you know too much more time talking about that because that's a different situation we can go hours and hours there's tons of books on what dreams mean how to interpret dreams and things like that but i want to really talk about the second category and that second category is that dreaming or thinking of your future or thinking of what you want things to look like and that's an area that many of us struggle with 
And I say many of us because I am always talking to people and asking questions because that's just what I do. Call it nosy. I call it, in, you know, intrigue and I call it, you know, being attentive and, you know, curious. But in my curiosity, I often ask people questions about their dreams. I often ask people questions about how did you know what you wanted to do with your life? How did you determine what was, you know, what path you wanted to take? And so we'll start talking about dreaming and I get varied responses. But one of the things that I know that comes up as to why people are afraid to dream or one of the things that people talk about as adults is like, oh, I don't dream. I don't think about those things. I just do it. And so what is that about? Why why is that a thing? And so one of the things I know for sure that happens in terms of dreaming um, is that as we get older, it is kind of put on us and told to us and almost forced in a lot of ways that dreaming is for children. That dreaming is something you do when you are a small child. And by the time you are in middle school, like eighth grade in particular, you stop dreaming. You start being what they call realistic and you start really looking at what is what actually could happen in my life, what's really attainable. And so we really start teaching people at that age to stop dreaming, stop thinking about you know, their future of what could happen, even if it's something that's that's currently not their life. And the reason I said eighth grade is because I have children and I remember when one of my children was in eighth grade and they came home and was talking about the fact that their teachers had told them that because they're eighth graders, they needed to be grown up, they needed to stop dreaming and they needed to get realistic about their futures. And that conversation I could tell just made my child completely uncomfortable, made them completely uncomfortable and made them I could see it all over their face that they were just completely kind of shook and, and just not okay with the fact that they are now being told at what, 13 to 14, 15 years old, that they are not allowed to dream. And one of my favorite movies is Peter Pan. And the reason I love Peter Pan is because it really does, a, in my opinion, a great job of showing that even as adults, we can still have an imagination. We can still let our imagination roam free and give us things that we want to do. But because many of us have been told that we can't do that, we find ourselves in a space of where, especially related to our careers, we don't go for the big things. We don't go for the big jobs, quote unquote big jobs. We don't go for advancements. We don't go for entrepreneurship. And even if we do go for those things, we do it in a very small way because we have been told, it has been kind of put on us, that you can only do things that are kind of right in your in your grip. But just think about for a moment if you were able to give yourself permission to actually think about and dream about what you would want. What would that be like for you? What would that feel like? We're going to kind of get into that just a little bit later in the episode, but just, you know, hold on to that for a second. But that's one reason that, you know, people are afraid to dream, right? And there's this fear of dreaming because you might be perceived or seen as being immature. And the last thing we want as adults is this, is to be seen as immature, right? Like that's the whole thing about being an adult is that you are mature, you're responsible, you can handle things. But that mindset often really does force us to stop dreaming. It forces us to stop thinking about things that are outside of our reach. And it really puts us in a box and keeps us kind of kind of limited. The other kind of really talks about, you know, the other part of this is like really about this failure or the fact that like if you dream about something, if you allow your imagination to go, that you somehow won't be successful at it. And if you aren't successful, then you have failed. And so the idea of dreaming of something big and then not accomplishing it or not reaching it 
oftentimes keeps people from even trying to dream. And you all know that I am 100% transparent on this podcast and I've been there, right? Like I have thought about things that I want in my career and then immediately said something like, but you know what, that's not even, that's not going to happen. That's not realistic. It's unrealistic to think that me, Brittany, could do this thing. And I remember meeting with a colleague um, who's also a coach and I remember her saying like, why are you doing that to yourself? Why are you already telling yourself what you can't accomplish when you don't even know? And what does it cost you to dream? Like, what does it really cost you? And so that kind of forced me and kept me like in a space of like reflecting and really kind of digging deep into, well, what is that about? And so as I went through it, I really went back to kind of what I've already mentioned, which is that that fear of not being perceived as a grown up and this idea that after you're about 14 years old, everything you do from there has to be strategic and has to be attainable. And the reality with things like that is, is that if we continue to live that way, we really won't do anything different than what our families have done. Because if we can only go as far as a person in our family or a person in our life, then that means that we typically aren't going to go anywhere past them. Because we, as people, as creatures, we are creatures of habit. We are creatures of of routine and of structure. So if you don't have it in you to kind of go out and meet people who are outside of your lifestyle, outside of your realm, you never will. Therefore, you will just be based on this, based on these rules, you will just kind of be stuck in this space of doing whatever's right in front of you. And so that's, you know, a huge thing in, in terms of like why people, you know, have this fear of dreaming or this fear of going forward. And we've talked numerous times on episodes about the, the fear of failure, but that really seems to be the biggest thing that comes up when I talk to people about dreaming and overcoming obstacles or just doing something different. It's this idea that the the thought of failing can really be crippling and really keep you kind of stuck. On the flip side, there's this fear of succeeding that also has a tendency to keep people kind of stuck. Because even just like I just mentioned, the idea that if you don't go outside of the, your comfort zone, you don't go outside of the people in your life or in your circle, that you know you won't do things, that also keeps people from doing it. Because the idea of being alone is almost just as crippling as the idea of, feel, of, of failure, the idea of dreaming, the idea of success. No one wants to be alone. We're not designed to be alone. We're not, we were not born to be alone. And so that can keep people from not wanting to dream. But I want you in this space right now, or you can do it after you listen to the episode, but I want you to give yourself a moment to just dream. I really want you to take time to do like a little daydream or if you want to wait until you go to sleep, you know, right before you fall asleep, just kind of make the statement. Let me dream about something big. Let me dream about something that's outside of my current life and see what happens. And I want you to kind of write down what you notice. So when you write down what you notice, I really want you to allow yourself to go big because like someone said to me, it really doesn't cost you to dream. Just because you are dreaming of something or thinking about something, it doesn't mean you have to act on it. Now, I would like for you to definitely act on it because you deserve it in life. You deserve to have whatever life you want. You deserve to make it whatever you want it to be, right? So I often say, get out of your own way. And now I'm going to kind of start shifting to say, you know, make it your way. Make it how you want it. Make it your own way. 
because that is something that we really need to do because many of us are crippled with fear. We are crippled with anxiety and depression because we're not living our true purpose. We're not living what we actually want to do. We are still living in this idea of what other people have said we can do and what that looks like. So for this this assignment, air quote on assignment, this challenge, I want you to just set a timer for 10 minutes. If you can do longer, do longer. But at minimum, I want you to set a timer for 10 minutes to just allow yourself to dream. Whether it's a daydream, whether it's just a dreaming about the future that you want or dreaming about the career or the life, allow yourself to do it. If you want to pick a category, pick a category, but allow yourself space to really sit down and look at what what would I do if I didn't have this fear, if I didn't have you know, any obstacles, if money wasn't an issue, if education wasn't an issue, what would I be doing? If the fear of what other people are going to say wasn't an issue, what would I be doing? What would my life look like? What would I go for? What would I try? So I really want you to kind of sit down with yourself for a minute. And again, 10 minutes is all I'm asking. If you don't want to do it, of course, you don't have to do it. But just give yourself space to kind of think about that and then write it down. And then when you finish and you're looking at it, wait a little while and go back and look at it. And ask yourself, is this something that I really want to try to do? Because it doesn't cost you anything to dream. It also, in a lot of ways, doesn't cost you anything to try these things. Because if you don't succeed, it's not like you're giving up the rest of your life. It's not like you're going to just abandon the career you currently have to do this thing. Unless that's what you decide to do. And even still, it's your decision. It's your life. You get to do that. But I definitely want you to give yourself space to think about that. And I want you to think about uh, what would my, again, what will my life look like if I didn't have this fear, if the obstacle of overcoming wasn't there? And because this is February, I do want to, you know, tie in a little bit of Black history, but think about what that might have been like for some of our ancestors. Think about the ancestors in your own family and, and the sacrifices that they made or the dreams that they've had and that they have acted on. What did that do for their lives? What has it done for you as a result of that, right? So give yourself some space to think about that and think about what you will want for your children. If you don't have children, what you will want for the people in your life as you get older, as you pass on, what what would your dreaming do for them? So with all those things, I just want you to kind of, again, think about it, sit with yourself and, and allow yourself to dream. Allow yourself to just think about what do I want? And if you need to do it while you're sleeping, do it while you're sleeping. But I'm really going to challenge you to just kind of do it while you're sitting in in your quiet space. Give yourself that. It doesn't cost you anything. Let me know your thoughts on dreaming, what you realize, what you saw when you do the exercise. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found the episode insightful and helpful to you on your journey. Please hit the subscribe button and also leave a rating and a comment if you are listening on iTunes and Spotify. If you'd like to stay connected with me, please follow me on social media at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC on Instagram and LinkedIn and Brittany A. Johnson on Facebook. You should also head over to my website and subscribe to the mail list so that you can stay fully connected and be first to know when something new is coming out. And that's BrittanyAJohnson.com. Until next time.